It's episode 14, and we have for you not-so-happy periods. Al Gore sells his TV biz to Al Jazeera, the demonic dangers of bath salts, Canadian beef, and Sandy Hook conspiracies. All coming up for you on the Cranky Old Bastard. Yay! Yay! We're the race of men, conquer valleys and glens. We build huge towers in the sky. We're strong and we're bold, though it be hot or cold. We'll fight everyone till we die. Oh, we'll never give up the mountain. And that's it. Delivering 100% real information that matters to the world. 100% no bullshit. Coming to you direct from the Southern California of Canada. It is the cranky old bastard and his sidekick, Mr. Nobody. So your host... The cranky old bastard. That would be him, the old bastard himself, and me, Mr. Nobody. So we're here to, you know, show you this new, fangled thing. Nice, clean, and shiny, brand new podcast. We're going to clean it all up, organize it up, and we're going to bring you some real important news. Maybe. If we try hard. (laughs) Well, Well, it'll be real news. (laughs) And it's going to be important. Well, yes, that is well. So don't forget, you can get the show notes over at the uh, Cranky Old Bastards website. Uh, just go to the crankyoldbastard.com, and you can get all the show notes from everything we talk about here, including some of the clips and other bits of information. And we'd also like you to take a few moments of your time and head over to uh, iTunes. Go to the iTunes store and download it and give us a review. And also on Stitcher Radio. And if you're listening to us on Stitcher, just go ahead and click that little thumbs up button down in the corner. Tell folks how how much you love this show. And give us your fucking money. And give us your money. Well, that's the, the thing. This is a brand new show. It's a brand new format for us. And it's going to be supported by you, our listeners, and anyone else who's willing to basically give us money. Um... You just got to be willing to give us money and no strings attached. That's the best part because we're going to run this show the way we want to run it, no matter how much money you give us. Well, maybe. I don't know. Depends on how much I'm given. <laughs> You're going to give us all your money, and we're going to still run it the way we want it. And speaking of which, run the fucking commercial. Run the commercial. Yes, well, here it comes, the first commercial of the show. And it is off. Save yourself hours of time and frustration troubleshooting a problem with your WordPress install. Listen to the WordPress Medic Podcast and get expert advice to solve the most common and troublesome problems you'll face in WordPress. The WordPress Medic Podcast. Find it at wpmedic.ca today. You know what? What's that? The guy doing that fucking commercial sounds like a real fucking wanker. Yeah, you might be. Could also be me, because basically I'm no longer going to hide in this podcast. That is that is one of my other shows. I uh, offer up WordPress support for folks. So, at any rate, though, this show is taking a new direction with a more open platform to be completely supported by you, our listeners. We'll find a way to bring you the information that is ignored. It's going to be crude at times, so this will be listed in the explicit category, of course. And... This uh, new format, we feel, is going to be pretty appealing to you. If you find the show to be of value, we would ask you please donate by clicking the donate links on the website, or you can send us a check or money order to the address listed on the Contact Us page. 
And in the future, we're going to be offering up things for people with minimum donations. We'll be sending out 100% no bullshit t-shirts. Just go take a look at the website and check out the 100% no bullshit logo. It's uh, the perfect kind of thing so you can display your thoughts to the world, especially to politicians on what they uh, like to spew out there. And if, you un- and if you're unable to donate but still think we're of value, well, just share us with your friends. Rate us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or over at Blueberry.com. If you're unable to donate, we don't want you fucking listening unless you fucking give, give up a month's rent and send it to us. <laughs> you're such a weasel. <laughs> Fuck. You know, I, I'm not here to give them free entertainment, okay? I expect to be paid for the kind of entertainment I give. Actually, I get expect to get paid for the abuse I give them. Oh, well, okay. Well, some people love to pay for abuse. Some will. But anyway, we're going to we're going to have this show is going to be split in a couple of different formats. Um couple of different halves. The first half, we're going to be talking about real news and stuff that's uh, happening in the world. And the second half, we're going to touch on conspiracy theory stuff. That is my favorite place to be, conspiracy theories. Because after all, just because you don't, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not actually out to get you. Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. <laughs> sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, first part of the real news, Okay. All right, first thing in real news. What do we got for real news? You, you can watch the U.S. Navy's public service announcements about the demonic dangers of bath salts. Read the story. It's quite interesting as well. Fuck the facts. Just put out this story. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole thing. <laughs> facts are pretty irrelevant for most of this stuff. I mean, there's a great clip here on it, and uh, it shows a bunch of Navy boys uh, fucking taking bath salts and uh, shooting them up. It's like, yeah, come on. Really? Bath salts? Really, really. It turns them into zombie-like demons, you know, where they have these bare-knuckled assaults. It sounds kind of like Fight Club there, doesn't it? What, and the Navy doesn't do that automatically? I thought they did that on fucking basic alcohol. What the hell do they Basic need? training turns people into fucking zombies. Yeah, well, I thought that was basic shit. But what the hell is with bath salts? What, they can't get hold of crack? <laughs> Apparently not, you know. Mm. You're out in the middle of the fucking ocean. Where are you going to get crack from? Can you come out and set me up? Yeah, I'm in, in the middle of the Adriatic Sea, okay? <laughs> but what's but funny is... salts you can buy at the PX. But you know what's really funny is the DEA has banned the chemicals designating three of the synthetic chemicals used to make bath salts as controlled substance. So basically what can happen to you, though, is if you have bath salts in your house and they raid your house and find bath salts, they can arrest you for controlled substances. Okay, are, are you seeing the problem stupid. here? Yeah, are you seeing the problem? You know, oh, no. fuck it. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir on this one, okay? <laughs> it's like... It's like- some people are getting a little bit overboard on this. Fuck, man. You want to sit back, throw a bath bomb? Fuck, put Lush out of business, man. Yeah, well, that's what it looks like they're heading to do. But anyway, this is just one of those really crazy stories that's, you know, not reported very, very well. Um, and uh, nobody pays attention to because what, what harm can it do? Well, the harm can be is you never know if you're the next person to be raided for bath salts. Yes. Watch out when you, you buy those Epsom salts. You know, to, your doctor tells you get some Epsom salts, put them in your foot, in a foot bath, you know, if you've got an ingrown toenail on that. Watch out. Or if you slice your thumb open and you've got to soak it in an Epsom bath. Fuck no, you can't do that anymore because, hey, it's a controlled substance. Yeah. 
But anyway, so that's something you all want to Excuse me, Doc, can you give me a prescription for Epsom salts? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. You know, sometimes I've really got to sit here and just fucking shake my head, especially at Americans. Well, you know, the problem is is that uh, although this is a Canadian show and this, we, we will try to focus on Canadian stuff, a lot of the news that's crazy and insane is for, is, does come out of the States. But the sad thing is sometimes that's, those stupid fucking laws cross the border. And our politicians who've got their heads so, up, so far up Washington's ass um, decide that uh, they need to enact the same laws in Canada. Yeah, well, fuck... Fuck that. We'll just another five years under Harper and we'll end up being Chinese. Oh, well, that's possible too. He is selling shit to the Chinese rather rapidly. Yep. So, but that'll take us off to another story later. But anyway, you know, next up here, we've got another little piece of information. This is more information than a news article, but the, the pieces of information for this will tie in later when we get to the second half of the show. And that's where I'll get into the really fun stuff. But this article, this is a listing of all of the news media coverages of students, mostly kids, that were involved in some sort of school shooting, attack, bizarre incident. And all of, every one of them is related to withdrawals from antidepressants, Prozac, Zoloft, um, other meds. Like Mike Tyson said... I'm on Zoloft, so I don't kill you, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, it works. The, a lot of those, a lot of those things work the opposite in kids, though. Which a lot is, of those things don't fucking work. That too, they don't work at all. I mean, you found out, you found out how good an antidepressant works when you were trying to use it for quitting smoking. Oh fuck yeah, the folks do not use Champex or, as it's called in the states, Chantex. Okay, not if you want to have a nice, happy relationship with people around you. Um, it makes you do things like. <laughs> pulling people out of their cars by their throats um i fuck if you've got ptsd and you suffer from nightmares expect worse nightmares okay it's a really shitty drug and did you know that the canadian uh pharmaceutical pharmaceutical board has taken it off the market for stop smoking aid no i wasn't aware of that yep i found that out about a week after i stopped hmm. Well, it's still highly promoted in the States. I was watching some American TV the other day, and I saw it was uh, being advertised as a quit smoking aid. And then, of course, the thing I love most about drug commercials in the States is the last 15 seconds of the drug commercial is full of all of the side effects. Yeah. And then they say, make sure you tell your doctor about other drugs you're on. Well, if you've got a family doctor, wouldn't he fucking know what drugs you're on? Well, the problem with the states is most of them don't have family doctors at this moment in time, so they see a different doctor every time they go in. Yeah, well, that's because they're fucking unwashed. Well, that's true, too. But see, anyway, they, they bitch about the Obamacare, but when they need to go to the doctors, they're happy about it. Well, they will be extremely happy about it once it's fully in place. They'll, they'll fight to keep it as hard as Canadians and other people across the world fight to keep it. While we're getting rid of ours, you know, places like Sweden and Norway have fully funded medical coverage for everything. Mm. All citizens are automatically covered. Well, for the most part, we still are. But at any rate, here's a a couple of interesting headlines from this. 14-year-old girl shoots and woods classmate at Catholic school. 
16 year old probably from being a catholic well that's possible too but this was uh oh these are 2000 that's 2001 let's bring something up more to date here we go a bunch of them from 2011 Oh, this one, I love this. And uh, this one's not so bad. Maybe a little more lawyers should take this. It's called F F F X or a lawyer impulsively jumps in front of a train. Yay! <laughs> and you know why sharks don't attack <laughs> lawyers, don't you? Well, you know, they don't attack their own kind, but <laughs> professional courtesy. Uh, you know, that one there is that that's the kind of headline that sort of, you know, it gives you happy thoughts and sad thoughts at the same time. You know? <laughs> Um, he was a lawyer. He had it yeah. coming. <laughs> uh, here's one here. It's uh, uh, murder-suicide off Prozac. A man kills two police officers and then himself. You know, um, bizarre behavior off Lexapro and Desriel antidepressants. Oh, that was famous actress Kim Richards exhibits bizarre behavior on TV while using those. Well, fuck. If exhibiting bad be or weird behavior... On TV is because of drugs. Then can you someone please explain to me Tom Cruise oh, jumping up and down on a couch telling Oprah, "I'm in love, I'm that, in love, that, I'm in love." And that's Scientology, man. That's Scientology. That's worse than a fucking drug. <laughs> oh, fuck. So let's see what else have we got here. Um, we have the phone uh, ringing. We got to pause. Yeah. Um, did you, here we go. Have, We've resumed. How far, how far down have you gone here? How far down we gone? Well, we were still at the drug story shit. We were talking about that, and you know, sometimes we gotta pause in the middle of something. You know, wonderful thing about podcasts is, well, sometimes we gotta move on to something else. So anyway, that was all the shit about the drugs and all the drug no. stories. No, no, no. There's two more I want to talk. Oh, two more drug stories. Talk Where about. the hell are they? Um, the sixteenth uh, of September last year. Mm-hmm. Murder. Sixteen-year-old stabs fifteen-year-old. Will be tried in youth court because of bad. Reaction to Prozac. Huh. And then there's an attempted murder from Celexa antidepressants. Okay. Um, 8th of February 2011 in Massachusetts, where a co ed at Wellesley found not guilty to do, due to Celexa antidepressant use, stabbed boyfriend eight times. <laughs> I'm happy, damn it! I'm happy, 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 happy! <laughs> well, sometimes they just don't get it. Oh, fuck it. Oh, well, what can you say? Some things are just, you know, beyond the, uh, beyond the knowledge of human existence. <laughs> oh, fuck, some of this shit is just, like, on- honestly, we can't make this stuff up. No, no, to make this stuff up would require, uh, fuck, you can't do it. Would require some it, really it, good it, It's no drugs. wonder that, that TV shows like, um, um, what is that one there, Dale? The, um, you know the one, the one in New York, the, the cops and the, the lawyers. How's it called? Oh fuck! Um, fuck! Um, the lawyers or um, the police? Yeah. Law and order. That's it. Law and order. Oh, okay. That's it. Law yeah. and order. Law and order has been on the air for so long. They've had several changes of cast. And every episode, while using fictional characters, the storylines, they just yank from the fucking headlines of, of the media. And then they say it's got uh, 
no resemblance to anyone living or dead <laughs> or actual events. Yeah, it's like you, you sit and you watch me, you go, didn't that event occur or something like that? <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's never ending. So you anyway. Know, you want, want to hear one of the, the stupidest fucking show ideas that are out there? What's that? And unfortunately, it popped onto my TV today when I was feeding my youngest his lunch. It's called Killer Karaoke. Killer Karaoke? Yeah, and then this one guy, they strapped on six of those dog car- collars, you know, that if the dog barks too much, mm-hmm. you can press a button and it saps you oh, or saps a dog. Well, they strapped six of them onto this fucking guy, okay? He's a cop from California, I believe. And he had to keep singing and serving the host these desserts. And every so often, they'd zap him and they'd increase the voltage. <laughs> Fuck. And then his competitor, she's scared of heights, so they raise her up on this swing, then bring her over to this uh, pool of icy cold water, and they start dipping her in there. Then they start adding snakes. Okay, now the water's fucking ice cold, so the snakes are going to be very lethargic. Yeah, very. But, I mean, this woman's singing, like, I mean, it sounded like you were singing. Well, I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> fuck, somebody strapped that shit on me, I'd be dead in five minutes. <laughs> they never fucking strapped that shit on me. Not for measly ten grand. Is that all they get? Fuck. Yep. That's what people grand. do for ten grand nowadays. Good God. Fuck. You could buy a nice camera for ten grand. Oh, yeah, you could, but still. Alrighty, well, let's move on. What yeah. do we got here? We got, we got one that you... Move on. Move on. We got one that you brought to the table. Oh, okay. What is this? Oh, uh, the uh, the native guy. The native guy. Or as you call him, the engine. I can say engine. I'm part engine. Yeah, well, you're part of the fucking problem. Yeah, well, you know, somebody's got to be part of this problem. I have to talk, doff my cap to. I really respect him. He's giving up his native status card. Okay? Because he doesn't think that because of his genealogy, he should be treated any different than any other Canadian out there. I mean, fuck... If we have more people like this out there, we get away, get along a lot fucking better. We'd get away with more. All right. <laughs> well, no, we get get along with a so much fucking better. He's giving up his native card as a kind of protest against the um, idle too long thing. The fact that you know he agrees with the the basic idea, but you know it's so fucking disorganized. And where the fuck do these people get off? On blocking trains, carrying goods to everybody else, mm. blocking traffic so, you know, if someone's on their way to a job interview and doesn't know that the traffic's blocked, he's going to be fucked, okay? He gets to the uh, job interview late. Oh, sorry, traffic was blocked by a bunch of people protesting. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> like, come on, people, grow the fuck up. You want to protest? Go down to the front lawn of the legislature. Go to City Hall. Fuck right to your MPs, your MLAs, whatever you fucking got. The And the, this fucking galls me to no extent the fact that I actually agree with the conservative leader in Ontario. Okay? He says, you know, you've got the right to protest, but do it in a way that it's not going to affect other people, where you're not going to stop someone from getting to work, where they might lose their job because you're protesting. Where 
you're not going to hold up goods getting to other people who may desperately need those goods, like medicine. I mean, fuck, if they were to protest along the Pat Bay Highway and close it all down, yeah. right at the ferries, we'd be fucked. Everything that comes over to this island comes over on a ferry. True. So if they're to blockade the BC ferries, we'd be fucked. Yep. And that's holding us all hostages. It's high fucking time that people realize that we should not be held responsible for what our ancestors did. And we should not be holding others responsible for what our ancestors did. Okay? Your ancestors, your your part native, um, this guy here is a full-blood Cree, you know, and he's very proud of his heritage. Yeah. <clears throat> and I applaud him, you know, and he plans on teaching his son to be proud of his heritage. But why should he be given free dental, free glasses, free education, free medical, just because he his ancestors were born here fucking hundreds of years ago? It's high time people woke up and said, fuck this. Let's have one set of rules for everybody. I don't care if you're Indian. I don't care if you're fucking Caucasian, uh, white Anglo-Saxon. I don't care if you're fucking frog. Okay, you know. People in Quebec are just as bad. They want to be a separate society, eh? <laughs> fuck you. You're Canadian. If you're not Canadian, get the fuck out of my country. End of fucking story. If you want to be a Canadian, then you're Canadian. Yeah. You're Canadian first. You're Canadian second. Everything else comes after that. Your kids are born here. They're Canadian. Well, well let me read you a paragraph from his uh, post here. This was an interesting one. This goes with uh, the culture bit you said. All right. The preservation of your culture is your job, not anyone else's. For example, Polish, Irish, and Ukrainian societies thrive all over the country with very little or no support from government coffers. They celebrate traditional dance, language, and food, all by simply passing it down from generation to generation. Native communities can do the very same thing, and generally do, but without financial support. That's an actual, exactly. pretty, that's an actual pretty decent paragraph. Yeah, sort of and statement. okay... You want to uphold your the way of life that you used to do while, you know, or your ancestors used to have. Fine, you know. Go back to living in longhouses. Go back to living in holes in the ground covered with mud. You know what? I'll go back to what my ancestors used to do, which is killing your fucking asses. <laughs> okay? You don't want me to do that. Fuck you. You accept the responsibilities of looking after your own heritage. Don't accept, expect my tax dollars to do it. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it's an interesting little tidbit. He's got it posted up on Facebook. He's had, you know, 24,000 people like it, uh, 5,000 shares on it. So it's uh, spreading. Fuck, I even thanked him yeah. for writing for writing it. It's spreading. So it's, uh, he's got, he's got you know, 768 comments. You could probably get lost in reading all the comments. Yep. But anyway, it's a, it's a piece of information you might want to check out. It's the uh, piece located in here. Engine gives up his status. There's... Uh... 2,241 likes mm -hmm. and 5,511 shares. No, I got 5,515. You need to refresh your screen. Oh, okay. Whatever. So anyway, that's an interesting tidbit of a, uh, of a First Nations person uh, stating out the fact that, uh, which has been said by many folks, I think I might have even said it a few times, it's like, fuck you, I'm no longer responsible for the fucking evils done by my ancestors. Yes, exactly. 
I mean, I'm sorry, my ancestors killed yours, you know? Fuck, if I could go back in time, I'd smart, I'd smack them, you know? Wake them the fuck up. You know? Sorry that my ancestors drove away all the buffalo. Fuck. They used to shoot them from the train. That's fucking wrong, you know? Nah, shit's, shit's happened, it's done, time to move on. Yep. Alright, well, time to move on. Now, this one here is another one you brought to the table. It's uh, quite hilarious. <laughs> yes, this one you, here is... You need to, you I, need I was to bring reading it today, one. and I'll tell you, fuck, I almost had tears rolling down my eyes. Yeah, so okay. It was uh, quite amusing. The, uh, it, it was so fucking funny. And it just shows that, you know, even CEOs of companies can have a sense of humor. It's it, it's actually kind of nice when you see a company that has a sense of humor. So why don't you read the piece that set this off? Okay. The, the gentleman's name is Richard Neal, and it's to body form. He says, Hi. As a man, I must ask you why you have lied to us for all these years. As a child, I watched your advertisements with interest. As to how, at this wonderful time of the month, females get to do so many enjoyable things. I felt a little jealous. I mean, bike riding, roller coasters, dancing, parachuting. Why couldn't I get to enjoy this time of joy and the blue water and wings? Damn my penis! Then I got a girlfriend, was so happy, and couldn't wait for this joyous, adventurous time of the month to happen. You lied. There was no joy. No extreme sports. No blue water spilling over wings. And no rocking soundtrack. Oh, no, no, no. Instead, I had to fight against every male urge I had to resist screaming, Whoa! Body form! Body formed for you as my lady changed from the loving, gentle, normal skin color lady to the little girl from The Exorcist with added venom and an extra 360 degree head spin. Thanks for setting me up for all for fall body form, you crafty bugger. Okay, in case you didn't realize, folks, that was written with sarcasm. But <laughs> this piece, no. this piece here, had been liked over eight, eighty thousand times in just over a week, and prompting Body Form. Now, Body Form is the maker of feminine hygiene products. In case you don't know who they are, they're over in Europe, and they had to pr- make a response to this. But they did it in such a great way, and the CEO of the corporation put it to you. So I'm going to play the clip for you. Have a listen to it and just sort of enjoy. And listen very carefully at the end for something Hello, else Richard. she does. I'm Caroline Williams, the CEO of Bodyform. We read your Facebook post with interest, but also a sense of foreboding, and I think it's time we came clean. We lied to you, Richard, and I want to say sorry. Sorry. What you've seen in our advertisements so far isn't a factual representation of events. You're right. The flagrant use of visualizations such as skydiving, rollerblading and mountain biking, you forgot horse riding, Richard, are actually metaphors. They're not real. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but there's no such thing as a happy period. The reality is, some people simply can't handle the truth. In the past, we've tried to be more honest in our approach. In the 1980s, we ran a series of focus groups to help us gauge the public's reaction to periods. The cramps, the mood swings, the insatiable hunger. And yes, Richard, the blood coursing from our uteri like a crimson landslide. So, we knew we'd have to change our strategy. And so, from that day to this, we have managed to maintain this illusion. But you, Richard, have torn down that veil and exposed this myth. 
thereby exposing every man to a reality we hoped they would never have to face. You did that, Richard. You. Well done. I just hope you can find it in your heart to forgive us. Oh, sorry, Richard. You did know that we do that too, didn't you? <laughs> Hello, Caroline Williams. Yeah. And there you have it, body form's response to his post. <laughs> did you hear her fart at the end? Oh yeah, that was actually quite funny. <laughs> and then she goes, oh yeah, you did know we did that too. <laughs> I mean, I, I really admire this woman for going out there and doing that response and posting that video, you know. That took guts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it just shows that, you know, sometimes... CEOs do have a sense of humor. Not very often, but they do. And uh, I can't applaud this woman enough. Well, okay, it was, so it was let's actually, get back to the serious stuff. It was actually quite amusing, something that, you know, more corporations could take a lesson from, you know. You know, take, take something someone gives you and, you know, use a little wit and spit it back at them. Yeah. And heads up for the advertising community. Look at that and learn from it. Oh, most definitely. That was actually a brilliant piece of advertising. Yeah. So now we're going to go on to something new. And this year... A high year... school teacher suspended after allegedly stomping on the American flag and telling students it doesn't mean anything. Well, you know, reality does. It doesn't mean squat. It only means whatever anyone gives to it. Well, you know, I, I'm drawn, torn on this one because... Years ago, during the uh, Winter Olympics, about eight years ago, nine years ago now, um, when it was Team Canada against Team USA, Team USA took a Canadian flag and threw it on the ground, and they all walked over it with their skates and cut it to ribbons. Hmm. Okay, That's just a sign of fucking disrespect for your opponents. That's not anything... Doesn't that's, that's show purely, anything towards sportsmanlike conduct. No, that was purely a sign of disrespect to your opponents. Yeah. Now, if you want to make a political statement, fine. But, you know, that's your choice. But if you want to disrespect your opponents and behave in an unsportsmanlike manner, then take your lead from the U.S. Now, um, he's in South Carolina. Yeah, he is in South Carolina, of course. Uh, Americans sometimes take this a little too seriously. But, uh, yeah, the, the article goes on and describes a uh, South Carolina teacher who uh, was uh, discussing things with his uh, English class. He's an English teacher. And he drew symbols on the board across and then asked them what it represented. And then he proceeded uh, after a couple of things. He took down an American flag and said, this is a symbol. But it's only a piece of cloth. It doesn't mean anything. And he threw it on the floor, stomped on it repeatedly. And he asked, and he asked, was, what was the, what was the point he was trying to get across? The problem is, is he never really explained his point that he was trying to get across. You know, that's the whole thing. I mean, I see no problem with with tearing on a symbol. I mean, I beat on symbols all the time. You beat on symbols all the time. But a symbol is only yeah. a symbol. And but you bet you should be making a point uh, with with any uh, desecration of a symbol. Yeah, I mean, I'm rabidly anti-Christian. I That's think true. most of people who've listened to the show already know that. 
And yeah, I I won't go out and burn a cross, or I don't have crosses hanging upside down in my home. Yeah. I just don't have them in my home. You know, um, it pisses me off when people insist on forcing Christmas and Christian holidays down my throat. Okay, you know, I'm not one of your fucking sheep. Okay, I've got my own beliefs. I don't go around shoving my beliefs down your throat. So why do we have to be bombarded with bullshit during like Easter and Christmas? But I don't go out and trash those things. I don't go out and burn churches or synagogues or mosques. You know, I don't do that shit because I've got enough respect for those things. You know, if you want to have your beliefs and keep them to yourselves great if you want to have your belief and force them down my throat then we're going to have a fucking problem yeah well anyway it was an interesting it was an interesting piece i thought you know simply because because of the fact that uh, americans put such a high value on the uh, on their flag while not actually paying attention to what it truly means you know they they forget that yeah it is only a piece of cloth you can you can make a flag out of anything and it can be a flag but they don't they don't put behind it what it truly means which is the whole point yeah so you know with that in mind you've got to remember you know some people are very patriotic i mean i love my country yeah the national anthem plays i stand up okay if I'm wearing a hat, I remove my hat. I do not put it over my heart. That's an American fucking thing, okay? That's bullshit. You know, it's proper that you remove your hat. If I'm wearing a hat and I go inside someone's house, I remove my hat out of respect for that person. If for some reason I do have to go into a church, I take off my hat. It shows respect. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, if the guy's trying to teach his students something then, you know, that's a, a great lesson, you know. It's a piece of cloth. It's the value that you put to that piece of cloth that matters. That's what he should have been doing. But accordingly, there's nothing saying what he was trying to get across. So anyway, it's just an interesting piece, you know, the fact that uh, little, little news tidbits like that pop up and nobody pays attention to them. Thinking of things that nobody pay attention to that they really should, this next one here is uh, this is a, really a Canadian important story. And it seems that our Canadian businesses are rapidly doing what the American businesses did, sell out to someone overseas after they've made a shitload of money off of the Canadian taxpayers. And this is the owner of an Alberta beef plant. He sold his beef plant to a subsidy of a Brazilian company and but he received 15 million from the federal and Alberta government since 2009 and he got the money intending to stay in business as a Canadian business not to sell out his Canadian business to a Brazilian company you know it makes you kind of proud when we support a local company only to have them sell it off to foreign nationals well you know I, I think that he should they should turn around and say okay fine you know what you pulled that shit so now you're going to have to pay back those loans with interest yeah no kidding that's what he should do yeah fuck okay here and here's the reasons why okay the biggest reason why okay i actually meant to send this on to you it's an email that i received now 
if they turn around and tell this guy you've got to pay back that loan with interest, then that's going to cut down on their deficit. Instead, what our government is doing is it's taking surplus money that people have paid into the retirement funds, like the Canadian Forces, the RCMP, and the Federal Public Servants Unions, and they're using that to pay down the deficit. Now you say big deal, okay? Let me tell you why it's not a big fucking deal, or why it is a big fucking deal, okay? The fact that our soldiers go out and our RCMP go out, they go out on peacekeeping tours, they'll go to different countries, they put their fucking lives on the line. Our country is the only country in the world where the military has to pay into their own retirement fund. You know, if you get hurt, you you get CISIP. Well, CISIP is getting fucking clawed back. You know, it used to be that if a soldier was injured, a veteran got injured during war, he was looked after for life, okay? They took care of all of his needs if he had injuries from a battle or even being in the forces. You know, he would get a lifetime payment so that he could continue on living and try and do something. Now they get a one-time settlement check. And the highest amount that they can ever get is uh, $279,100. Now that's going to go fucking fast, okay? There's a major I've met. He lives in Vancouver. In Afghanistan, he lost both of his legs. He now had to take that check, and he didn't even get the full fucking amount, okay? This guy did not get the full fucking amount. He's lost both of his fucking legs. He's had to buy a new vehicle and equip it so that he can drive it and get around. He's had to remodel his fucking home so that he can get around it. His family and him no longer live like at the, the uh, level that they used to. They are now going to food banks. Is this the way we want to treat our veterans? No, it's not. And this is why, folks, we need to make these fuckers who take these no low interest loans and then turn around and sell the companies for $15 million say fuck you you know what pay back that money plus interest backdated interest no kidding no I said no kidding it should oh, be okay. done you cut out there so now you know we I can't tell tell you this enough folks I usually put it in every somewhere in every podcast we need to support our troops and that's just not putting a little yellow ribbon on your car saying I support our troops or wearing a shirt or wearing a red shirt on Fridays okay but but this means writing to our members of parliament and telling them we will not sit idly by while our soldiers the men and women of our Canadian forces are out there giving their all only to come back and get fucked over why am I so passionate about this because I'm one of those vets I got fucked over Okay, I got fucked over big time when I was serving my country. I took a bullet for my country. And what happened? Fuck you. Some of the things I've done in the line of duty for my country are too horrible. I won't even fucking express them here. But let me tell you, folks, no person should ever have to go through that. I can relate well with American soldiers who went into Auschwitz okay I've seen the horrors they've seen and nobody but fucking nobody should ever have to do that in their life and there's little fucking support for those people you know post-traumatic stress disorder is laughed at okay it's now becoming actually 
recognized by the community. And you don't know who the fuck has it, okay? You could be walking down the street, you could pass me and not even know that I've got post-traumatic stress disorder. Or you could walk by me on a bad fucking day and you look at me the wrong way and I'm going to snap your fucking head off. Why? Because our government refuses to take care of its troops. They'd much rather give themselves raises and give farmers no interest loans and subsidies, you know. I'm all for supporting our farmers. But if they're going to turn around and do bullshit like this, then they need to pay that fucking money back. $2.475 million was in federal no-interest loans. Now, if he was to pay that back with interest, it's going to be a drop in the bucket compared to our, our deficit. But it's going to be a drop. Better than no drop. Yep. That's the end of my rant for that. Alright, so we've got just a one more piece, and this one's for you Americans out there. Your favorite person, Al Gore. Now, I first heard about this on The Daily Show. (laughs) Yeah, that's a strange place to hear real news, isn't it? (laughs) I mean, I I love The Daily Show. You hear real news, and it's not fucking edited. It doesn't have an agenda, you know. It's Well, it does. It's got a comic agenda. But it's reporting real news. Yeah. Now, Al Gore, Mr. I hate big oil companies, you know, Mr. Clean Environment and Inconvenient Truth, turns around and sells his TV news network, Current TV, to Al Jazeera. Now, for those who don't know, Al Jazeera is owned by oil barons in the Middle East. It also funds the Al Jazeera (laughs) anti-American websites and newscasts oh, yeah. <coughs> that have showed the beheadings of soldiers. Okay? Yeah. So, how can Mr. I hate the big oil companies look at himself in the fucking mirror? I mean, yeah, it's funny. That it's quite comical he did this, in many ways. It's also a fucking slap in the face to everybody. It's a slap in the face to Americans. It's going to be called the Al Jazeera American Network. Yeah. And it's going to, you know, move across the United States and they're going to supposedly have American stuff in here. Who knows what it is, but it's just, it's utterly bizarre that it would be sold to an anti-American group for the most part and be presented as an American thing. It's just uh, very comical when you look at it. It is. And, you know, it, it, it's comical because, you know, it just shows how much of a hypocrite Al Gore really is. Oh, true. True. You know. Okay. So we want your feedback on the, these things, folks. Okay. Everything you hear, we want your feedback. And yeah. uh, even our second part of the show, which is coming up for the conspiracy well, the second part of the show here is going to be kind of thin this time because you know we're sort of lacking, and this is the first of our new formats on it. But at least we'll have something, and this will probably give us a, a, a bit to run run around in circles on. So let's head on into it. Second part, conspiracy, 
And this one here is going to touch uh, touch a little bit. Some people, uh, well, this one here should upset a few folks. Anyone listening, if it doesn't upset you in one way or another, well, then you have no human humanity left. This is for the Sandy Hook shootings. Now, before I get into this, I'm going to say, yeah, that was a very sad state of affairs. And it's very traumatic and whatnot, but there's a lot behind this Sandy Hook shootings that sort of lead to this, and this is uh, starting with a conspiracy group that is calling the shootings a a hoax that was staged to pass gun control laws. Well, after looking at all those uh, shootings and everything, you got to admit, okay, first of all, nobody needs assault weapons in their home. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're my, uh, I guess that one. There. You don't need a fucking assault rifle in your home. If you're gonna go out shooting deer, you use a fucking rifle. You don't use a fucking assault weapon. Assault weapons are made for but one you, thing you know and one thing funny? only. Same okay, as pistols. Be, before you go they're too, made to kill be, people. Before you go too far, the official findings of that shooting is the assault rifle was left in the car. It was all done with pistols. Yes, but... <laughs> which is what's so comical. They make a big deal of the assault weapon, which was never actually used in these shootings. Okay? No, but they were used in Columbine. They've been used in other ones. But why... Okay, why with this do they make such a big deal about the assault? And they don't just make it call it an assault rifle. They've actually labeled it very specifically the Bushmaster... Um, what the hell's the uh, the Bushmaster assault rifle? I forget the full term, the full name of it. But they've labeled it with its exact name. Okay, that was one of the interesting things about this. The media kept labeling it with the exact name of the rifle, while not even bothering to mention prominently. They mentioned it a couple of times that it was actually left in the vehicle, but then they don't keep it mentioned that it's prominent. That that wasn't what shot all the kids. It was the pistols the dude was carrying. He is what he used to shoot the kids. So, you know, that's part of what leads to the conspiracy thing, is that they wanted to get the guns. But the reality is what they want to do is they want to push the drugs. Well. I wish I had the clips. Still, okay, nobody needs an assault rifle in their home. Okay. I there, There's people in the States that have fucking 50 caliber machine guns. Yes, they do. And 50 caliber rifles. You don't need anything. A 50 caliber rifle is made for one fucking thing. Killing it's a people. sniper's rifle. It's made to kill people. That's all it's made for. Killing people. I mean, a, uh, a hunting rifle? A hunting rifle? You use for hunting. A 303, 30-06, shotguns, great. AR-15s? No, you don't need an AR-15 in your home. Yeah, well... It, yeah, you probably don't need one, but, you know, they're cool to have. <laughs> Not that I can have one here, but they're still cool. <laughs> so anyway, but anyway, it's a little bit about this article here. Um, you know, the, this the theory is that they deemed it was a hoax committed by the Barack Obama presidency to heighten public support for tighter gun control laws. Well, this is kind of working in reverse because I've seen articles where many school districts are pushing to train their custodial staff to carry weapons. Um, so, and and the gun sales have been insane in the states for the last two months. Yep. Article after article, I'm reading like the the Bushmaster is sold out. You can't buy it anywhere. It's back ordered. 
Yeah, so it, it, it kind of works in reverse when they try to try to kill it. It's it's like if you want to think conspiracy, maybe it was the gun companies because there's there was a rumor floating I heard somewhere that they had an overstock of these Bushmaster rifles they needed to get rid of because there's a new model come out because there's actually a flaw in the Bushmaster model, and they had they replaced it with a new model, so they had to get rid of this overstock. So they've done that now. If that's a conspiracy, you can think of it a conspiracy in that way. Oh yeah, um, but you've got some assholes out there who are saying that you know they saw one of the little girls who was shot with President Obama as he signed the Gun Control Act. Yeah, that's a whole other thing too. That's a fucking load of bullshit. And uh, that one of those fuckers come up to me and tell me that. I dare ya. I fucking double dare ya. Yeah. Send me an email. I'll give you my fucking address. Because I'll fucking shove my fist so goddamn down your throat that you'll be chewing your shit. There have been some strange things around this shooting, though. Uh, um, no doubt. I mean, there's strange shoot- things about most shootings. No, no, no. This one here is a little stranger than some of the others, especially in how they handled, in how they handled the bodies and how they handled uh, announcing it and how they handled... Uh, dealing with the bodies for the parents and how they handled um, announcing the information to the public and a lot of it, there's been a lot of strange things around this. Uh, A little more unusual than any other shooting that I've heard of this sort. I mean, I followed, I didn't follow all the stories in the, or all the news of the guy who went into the theater and blasted the shit out of that place. He actually used his assault rifle there. Um, But that one there was handled differently. And you notice that one got buried uh, fairly quickly. It didn't get the same sort of uh, traction that this one got, you know, because this one involves kids. It got much more traction in the media. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you want to get stuff in the media, hurt kids. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if this if the guy get, You, you want to get himself, even more traction. What is the prominent kid in this story? Say again. You broke is, up. What is the prominent kid in this story if you really want to get traction in the media? Okay, and this is going to sound... Oh, the, the kid that was seen beside President no, Obama. No, no, no. Throw that piece out. I'm just talking about the description of the child. What is the description of the child? It's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, little white girl. Well, fuck. Go anywhere, you're going to find them. But but no, see if if you need a story to get traction, what is the what is the stories of kids that they that gain the most traction? If you if you really think about it and look into it, which ones gain the most amount of traction? The blonde high, blonde hair, blue eyed girls. That's right. I know it's a, I know it's a bit. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for besides racist? Which Racist is, sums it up quite well. It does sum it up fairly well, but it's true. It is. It is really true in the in the media. That is one of the things they do do around things when they when they get a child involved. They they'll put more traction and they'll put more effort into the stories that have the blonde haired, blue eyed little girls. So uh, yeah. Anyway, this is this falls into many ways, and like I said, we we talked earlier about all of the. Uh, all of the people involved in shootings and suicides and everything else that have been using antidepressants. 
And one of the things that happened, and they talk about it in the article, if you read all, all, all over the place about this, they talk about, well, the person who shot this, shot this plane up, he was supposedly supposed to be on antidepressants or supposed to be on drugs, but he wasn't taking them properly. And so he went off his, went off his rails. And, and there was one, one news story that came up as a blip and then disappeared real quick. And it was some prominent, not prominent, but some political type person and they were pushing for laws to force medications onto children in schools you know we got troubled children they got to make them take their medications it's not something they can do yet by law but they want to get a law pushed through that would force that so that's one of the other little theories it's not gun control gun control fuck they bring up all kinds of in the states gun control well, you know how that goes. The states has the Second Amendment, so it makes it very hard for gun control to gain any serious traction there. You know, although they can, they they do do local gun controls in many areas. Okay, I can't respond to what you just said because I couldn't hear a fucking thing of it. Well, it all got recorded, so I don't understand what's happening with my mic. Not at your end anyway. Okay. Must be you know, but I, I still stand by, you know, America does need gun control. You know, it's got one of the highest rates. Of, and, and it works so well in other countries? Yeah, it does. I mean, you look at Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Australia has proven that gun, con- gun control can work. Really? They don't, they don't have any shootings or, or anything else since uh, gun control? They've got far less you look at places in europe like iceland Mm. where there's a total ban Uh and they don't have any shootings Mm -hmm. not saying that there's not people with guns there i'm just saying they don't have the shootings that the states does i mean it's not going to eliminate the problem completely but it's going to cut it down. I mean, yeah, you can hit me with the argument that, well, you know, criminals will still have the guns. They'll just keep get, getting the guns. But you know what? If you do like Australia do, did and you fucking destroy them, then they can't get them. Plain and fucking simple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they need to make a national-wide way for people to get handguns not this you walk in and you go oh I want to buy that gun there here's my money and you walk out with a gun there should be a fucking 10 day waiting list well they do have those in some states in the US some some I mean fuck you look at Texas man you don't need a fucking waiting period fuck school shooting down in Texas today and fuck Lee Harvey Oswald got his fucking rifle in a mail order and some places you can still do that. Lee Harvey Oswald doesn't count, man. He oh, didn't really fuck use off. He, he wasn't all by himself. There's no fucking way. We're not even going to go there, man. Anybody with anybody with a brain, I can't believe you actually believe in the fucking magic bullet. I don't. Then you can't just say saying, he fucking acted alone. There's no way. I'm not saying that he acted alone. I am saying that the weapon that they say he used was registered to him, came in a mail order. I can't believe he was so stupid as to actually leave it behind right there with three lined-up shells. Yeah, well, 
Come on, let's let's be you real. You and I both know that that wouldn't have happened. I mean, especially especially if he was anything so, so, about uh, military tactics knows that you police your brass. But then again, we're talking about Americans, okay? Mm. I can walk onto a field where there's been a couple different nations' armies in an exercise, and I can tell you which fucking country was where. Mm. And I'll, I'll tell you what fucking country it was, you know. I can walk up to an American field, and I'll, I'll pick up the brass, the, the shell casings. I'll pick up cigarette butts. I'll fucking pick up roaches, you know. And I don't mean the crawly kind. <laughs> and, and I can walk onto a Canadian field and not find anything. Because we police our brass. We pick it all up. Okay. We make damn sure that we police the rest. So, you know, anybody who's been in any military service knows you, for the most part, you police your brass. You pick it all up. Okay? Some people are better at it than others. We're getting away from the topic, though. So let's get back to this topic of gun control. Okay? Because of this shooting at the school, you know... This, the Sandy Hook shootings, it, it's brought to, to the forefront that there's a need for a certain level of gun control. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, everybody's got to give up all their guns, you know. I was taught to use a gun at a very young age. I was taught respect for the weapon, you know. I was taught to hunt at a very young age. If you want to hunt, great, then you need a rifle. But you don't need an assault rifle. There's no reason for you to have a 50 caliber rifle. Okay? I can agree with people having handguns, you know. For some reason, they feel that they want to they want to uh, protect their homes. And did you know that the majority of people who have handguns in their homes who have a break-in are hurt by their own weapons? Well, yeah. It's because they don't know how to use them. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll tell you, if You've got a handgun in your home, and someone breaks in, nail them in the front. Because if there's a fucking entrance wound in the back, you're fucked. You could shoot them as long as they're coming in, but if they're running away, you can't shoot them. So some guy's just come in and raped your daughter, and he's running away. You can't shoot him. So anyway, that uh, pretty much just sums up that little bit there. Um, eventually, we're going to bring you some really good, fun conspiracy stuff, and you know, we'll we'll come back. We'll touch upon the standard conspiracies, such as nine eleven, nine eleven, the uh, you know the killing of Kennedy and um, which Kennedy? <laughs> um, true, true. Which Kennedy? You know, you know, you know mean, one that's hardly ever touched on is JFK Jr. Yeah, well, I mean, we we should look at Bobby Kennedy because I mean, fuck, he was he was going to be the next president. Oh, he would have been the next president if he hadn't yep. been murdered. Yeah. And then Sir Han Sir Han came along. Well, fuck, Sir Han Sir Han. You know, you know what's interesting about uh, about almost all of these, and you know what was interesting? This one here comes back to the because um, it just popped in my head. It comes back to the Sandy Hook one. You notice that so many of these murderers have three names. You know, Lee Harvey Oswald. I forget the guy that did the Sandy Hook one. At first, when they started reporting, he only had two names. But then shortly after, all of a sudden, he had three names. Well, you know, 
the guy who did the Sandy Hook shootings, you know, I personally will not mention his name. Why give him any fucking publicity? Why let him live on in people's oh, I minds? Give, I don't give a shit. You know, but it's a lot of people who do these mass murders in that. Um, do, do you remember about the guy? There was body parts sent back to schools in Quebec. No, I don't remember that. A couple of years ago. Well, when asked why he did it, because I want to be famous. Well, that's why some of them do it. Yes. Yeah. So you know, if you refuse to recognize them then they don't get their fucking wish do they no that's true but you know the, the thing that the thing that interests me though is how so many of these these lone gunmen crazed guys always end up with three names why do they always end up with three names you've you know, got three names maybe. i've got three names not everybody you know, and even still but why do they why do they have to emphasize all three names when the first and last would do just fine Billy Bob Joe. Yeah, well, but seriously, we, you think about it, that's kind of an awkward. But anyway, we'll we'll bring you some of the other fun conspiracies, and of course, there's dozens of conspiracies, and you know, we'll bring you my favorites, which is the uh, the aliens landing on. Uh, I, I think Earth. it's all a conspiracy theory as to why they all have three names. It probably is. Yeah. You know, it's all government-run conspiracy theories. It and is. That's and they always use southern men. Yeah. That's pretty much what everything is, and that brings us to the end of this uh, to this episode. This has been episode fourteen of the Cranky Old Bastard. And uh, before you uh, head off and go your merry way, take a few moments and drop in at iTunes and Blueberry dot com and Stitcher Radio and give us a rating. You know, good bad. And give us yuppie. your money. Yeah, and give us your money. Send us your money. You can click on the uh, click on the um, what to call it links the. Donate links on the website, you know, or just send us send us money direct uh, via check when check check or money order. You know, we'll take them both. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, if you want to give us ideas to for things to talk about or submit news stories, fuck, go ahead. We're going to be doing this on a regular basis, so yeah. uh, submit stuff for us. We promise we won't make too much fun of you, or your inbred mother, and um, we'll also take your money, uh, mostly your money. <laughs> And that's pretty much it. Because we've already had your inbred mother. And that's pretty much it. And this will be the last time you hear this. When the show comes on air next time, we'll have a real intro and a real extra for it. Have fun. Bye-bye. We're the race of men in Conquer Valleys and Glens. We build huge towers in the sky. (laughs) We're strong and we're bold, though it be hot or cold. We'll fight everyone till we die. Oh, we'll never give up the mountain as long as hope remains. And you will never see a race as old as we.